Hey friends, it's Chelsea. Today we're going to be talking about three types of video that every real estate professional and mortgage pro should be making in 2023. Now, of course, these are not the only types of video that you should be making, but I'm going to give you the three that I personally think that everybody should be focusing on, mainly because it's going to cover the gamut from I've never made a video, I'm terrified of making video, all the way to someone who has been making videos that wants to create more reach and growth and engagement with their videos. So number one is going to be the for somebody who has been doing video for a while and you just want to create a daily discipline and habit of making more video. I know it sounds daunting to make video every day or to be on video every day. And that could be a variety of different types of video content. It doesn't have to mean that you're making a YouTube video every day or that you're scripting. It simply means that you might be talking to people through video, maybe sending a a DM of video or creating Instagram stories. So I want you to get in the habit of seeing your and hearing your recorded self. Now I said recorded self specifically on uh, on purpose because we do have a challenge in our brain. We have cognitive dissonance, which means our brain says, wait a minute, what's going on here? Because that looks like me, but it's a little bit off. That sounds like me, but my voice doesn't sound like that, does it? And then if you're trying to remember a script, then you're like three things that you need to know for this market. And then it just doesn't sound like you and you don't have the the tone or the voice modulation that's going up and down like we do when we normally talk to people. And then you're like, this is a horrible experience. I don't want to do this. So yes, we do have a challenge connecting and seeing our recorded selves as our true selves. So the one-to-one video is something that anybody can do. You don't need any equipment. You don't need a studio. You don't need a microphone. You don't need to edit. You literally just need to pull out your phone and you are going to create a very short, I mean, under 10 seconds. Anybody can do that, right? Under 10 seconds, short form video that you're going to record on your phone. You could do it in your living room. You could do it in your office. You could even do it in your car, not while it's moving, but you could sit in your car and you could create two or three short videos. Now, the one-to-one video idea is that you're going to make a specific video for one human being. And this is somebody likely that you already know. It could be a past client, a current client, a referral partner. This is somebody that you feel comfortable with and comfortable sending a video message to. I totally understand that sending a video message to somebody you've never met before through a direct message may not be what you feel comfortable with. So I totally support that. When you are sending this individual unscalable, which means human message to someone, I want you to think about how you can connect with them in a complimentary, uplifting or motivating way. Maybe you're saying happy birthday. Maybe it's happy anniversary. Maybe it's congratulations on something. Maybe it's I'm thinking of you. We want this to be a message that has positivity in it for a couple of different reasons. Number one, when you're not thinking about a script, three tips for this, two things you need to do for that, when you're actually thinking about the other person and you're saying, hey, I just wanted to let you know that you've been on my mind. I'm really loving seeing the posts that you've been making and I just love watching your journey or your kids are growing up or whatever you're going to be saying, right? you're suddenly not thinking about yourself anymore, which is really awesome because when you're not thinking about yourself and you're thinking about the other person, you sort of relax. And when you relax, your face relaxes too. And you probably even express more warmth. You might even be smiling. You have voice modulation up and down just like you would in the real life world. 
then suddenly you're like, oh, that did kind of sound more like me. That did kind of look like me. That wasn't so terrible. And you did something nice for someone and thoughtful, and that makes you feel good. And that certainly makes them feel good. So it's a win-win. And now, because you're making them feel good, they're having a really positive, them-focused experience with your brand. And you are not interrupting them. You're not selling them anything. You're not talking about how you can help them. You're literally talking about them and doing something nice. So I love this concept because when you watch yourself back, you're going to, one, get into the habit of creating daily video content, get into the habit of exposing yourself to yourself, your voice, and your face on video. And because you're going to be in a more relaxed environment, you're going to be doing something positive. You're going to be doing something happy. You're going to feel better and you're going to look more like your real self on the recorded video. Now, the best part is that I want you to be sending this through a direct message. Why direct message? I love, 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 love some of the tools like BombBomb. It's an excellent tool. It's an email tool where you can send one-to-one videos to anyone in email. Excellent place to do updates and and transactional updates and thank yous and, and all of that. I love it. I also like the idea of text messages. However, the one special reason that I love a direct message is because it works harder and smarter for you. When I send an email, you get the email and you open it up and that's it. It's not like there's going to be some sort of notification later down the road that says, hey, so-and-so is thinking of you or, hey, have you remembered this person? But when I send it in a direct message, well, number one, I don't have to have your email address. I don't have to have your phone number. I don't even have to be connected to you to send you a message in a DM. Now, when I send you a message in a DM, it doesn't end there. The algorithm kicks into high gear for you, meaning if I send a direct message to someone, that person opens it up and they're going to confirm receipt or respond back or say thanks or double hearted or whatever. And now the algorithm's like, oh, these people are talking to each other. So they want to see more of each other's content. Let's make sure that when Chelsea posts again in the future, not directly to the person that I DM'd, just posting in the feed, let's make sure that that post also is pushed in front of the person that she DM'd. So it is going to make sure that your content in the future is seen more often by the people that you're talking to. Yes, please. We want that to happen. So the first video that everyone should be making is one-to-one videos. That's a short video, a couple of seconds long, not more than 10 or 15, no hard rules, of course. You can open it Facebook, you can open Instagram, you can record directly within the direct message interface, or if you really want to, you could just record it on your camera, save it to your camera roll, and then upload it wherever you want to do that. I'm going to say this is going to take you less than two minutes total to send three human messages per weekday to someone. And imagine since there's 261 basically work days in a year, that's about 800 conversations you would have started. And if you're doing it in the DMs, it is triggering that algorithm positively in your favor. And so now all of these people are going to start seeing more of your content when you are posting it, not the one-to-one content, but the one-to-many content. So one-to-one videos. Number two is stories, the stories format. I love kind of stepping up from the one-to-one to to the stories because stories is very fast and easy, meaning you don't have to create a graphic. You don't have to edit anything. You don't have to create captions. You don't have to use hashtags. And it's not going out to everyone on the planet. It is going out to people that only follow you. So it's a smaller group. 
it's more than the one-to-one, but it's not like going live with a whole bunch of strangers on the internet that you don't know yet. The other reason that I love it is that it disappears, which means there's very low pressure, low anxiety, and it's very human. It's, it's typically really unedited. You're just picking up your phone and you're talking to people. You're talking to friends, talking to your community, documenting your day, not sitting down to create a Canva graphic and thinking about a caption. So it's a lot less pressure and anxiety. There's no vanity metrics, meaning there's no public likes. You, you, nobody sees your comments. And because it is message enabled and message focused, it has a little message at the bottom of every story. It's a visual reminder of, hey, message this person, talk to this person, message this person, talk to this person. There's also so many great low barrier, no barrier ways of entry for engagement in stories, meaning like poll stickers. You can put a poll sticker on your story. Somebody taps it. That person that taps it also gives a data point to the algorithm. Now your story is going to show up more in the front of their feed. They're going to see you more and it's, it's awesome. But those stories really is going to help you get very comfortable on the camera. And it's also going to help you get comfortable on shorter videos because you only have a minute, which actually I think a minute is a very, very long time. It used to be 10 seconds. (laughs) So the stories is going to help you also start to see content all around you. I know that you're struggling with content. And it seems intimidating. And when you're making stories, it frees you up from having to think about, oh, let me create something. Gary Vee said it best. He said, document, don't create. What are you already doing throughout the day? Before I started this podcast, I actually made a story because I'm recording this podcast in my closet. And I made a story about how I'm recording my podcast in the closet today. I was already doing that. I already had my phone. And I know you might think that's boring. But somebody is going to say, oh, that's a good idea. I've been having trouble with the echo in my podcast. Maybe I should go record it in the in the closet. Or, you know, somebody's just going to remember, hey, oh, that's right. She has a podcast. Or somebody's going to say, I didn't know you had a podcast. So we want to create low barrier to no barrier entry content where people can say, oh, by the way, where they can lurk with love and connect and consume in a very low pressure environment where you are real and human, authentic and raw. So stories is number two. Number three is short form video, which is Instagram reels or Facebook reels or TikTok. Why do I say short form video? Well, what is short form video? I mean, there's like a million different ways of looking at it. Me personally, I look at short form video with a couple of factors. Number one, obviously the length. I think of it as under a minute. Now, some platforms may say three minutes, 90 seconds, whatever. For me, I just say it's short. Then I think it's vertical, full screen vertical, like a TikTok, like a reel, and also edited. Not edited like a cinematic masterpiece, but a little bit of an edit, like a couple of jump cuts, clips, maybe there's some captions. Also, I think of it in terms of it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Whereas stories, I just pick up wherever I'm posting a picture, it's kind of random. It doesn't necessarily have to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. So it does, for me, take more time because it's not just as fast as picking up my phone and documenting anything. Now, it could be. It doesn't have to be fully edited, but that's how I think of short-form vertical video. So I call it Reels and TikTok. I'm just going to say Reels for the sake of this podcast because I'm focusing mainly on Reels. Why is this important? Why can't I just use stories in one-to-one video? Well, you certainly could. You could also go live and do long form video. So if you are already doing these three things, one-to-one stories and short form, absolutely go live and make long form video on YouTube. That would be excellent. 
But for now, what I want to focus on is this short form. The reason that we want to use short form vertical video on any of the platforms is because short form vertical video, at least right now, is going out to a lot of people who do not follow you, which means growth, reach, and new eyeballs. You're going to create that content. It's going to go out to people that don't yet follow you. And then they're going to come to your profile. They're going to follow you one day. And then they're going to build the like, no trust through the stories. So I like to use it as a combination of the, uh, you know, going fishing essentially, and then reeling them in and then connecting with them as part of that community. So there is no uh, right way or number of times that you should be doing this every day. Some people like to post a reel every day. Some people like to post one a week, whatever is sustainable long-term for you. My barometer is, can you do it for three weeks, three months, three years? If you're like, oh my gosh, I want to post every single day. Okay. Do you really feel like you can commit to consistently doing that for three weeks? Yes. Three months? Yes. Three years? It's all about consistency and knowing yourself and knowing your threshold for burnout and boundaries. So I personally post two reels a week and I post every day in stories And you can decide what works for you. I love stories, so I lean into it. I don't love making reels. It's harder for me. It takes more time. I have to think about the topics. And it has gotten easier, but it's not like the way I love stories. So I do think it's totally fine for you to lean into what you love as well. So just as a recap, the three videos that all realtors and mortgage pros should be focusing on in 2023, one-to-one videos, you have everything you need for those already. Then it's stories. Again, if you haven't really started using them, it just takes a few moments of playing with the buttons. And also, if you do want to take a course on stories and reels, I have one. It's called Real Estate School, R-E-E-L. And you can find that either on my website, chelseapites.com, or you can go to my profile, which is also chelsea.pites, click on the link in my bio, and you will see Real Estate School. And it has everything you need to know, tutorials on how to push the buttons for reels and for stories. But I also have a lot of free downloads too. So go to my profile and website, you'll be able to get a lot of free downloads there as well. If you're not ready to take that course, it's $1.99 and you'll find it. Um, on demand, it's video modules. I think there's like 65 video modules. I know it seems like a lot, but there's a lot of downloads and modules in there. I just really wanted to cover everything. So with that in mind, one-to-one videos, stories, and short form videos, which are TikToks or reels on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I will be here same time, same place next week. And we'll see you then. Bye everyone.